Welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where you get a guaranteed return on investment of your time as we cut your learning curve with the information you can apply to your farming operation immediately. Extreme Ag, we've already made the mistakes, so you don't have to. Managing your farm's water resources is a critical component to a successful and sustainable farming operation. Advanced Drainage Systems helps farmers just like you increase their yields up to 30% with their technologically advanced water management products. Visit ADSPipe.com to see how they can keep your business flowing. Now, here's your host, Damian Mason. Well, greetings and welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve, where we put out video, audio, podcast, information, insights, stuff that you can use in your own farming operation to shorten your learning curve, hence the term cutting the curve. I'm sitting here with Tim Wolf, he's an agronomist. He is with a company called Netathem. This is drip irrigation. We've talked about this before. We're gonna go a little deeper and talk about the agronomics, the good things that you're doing for your soil by doing good things with your moisture. It's all about, obviously, your most important asset on the farm, soil. Talking about soil management via water management. Tim Wall's going to be there for that. Next to him is Kurt Grimm. He is an installer of Netafim. His company is called NutriDrip. He's going to be talking about specifically the things that he does when he goes out to your farm to put in this product to do it right to, again, improve the assets you have. And then there's Kelly Garrett, co-founder of Extreme Ag. He has a number of acres under uh, irrigation, I'm sorry, utilizing drip irrigation with Netafem. He's going to talk about the agronomic benefit that he sees. And then we're going to do another episode. We're going to talking about specifically the economic return of that. And Kelly's got a bunch of good numbers and experience with that. So, gentlemen, welcome to the show. We were supposed to record this a couple of weeks ago at a field day in North Carolina. We got somewhat hurricaned out. What do you think, Tim? Well, what happens? And you haven't forgotten all the good information you were going to share with me back then, right? Oh, absolutely not. All right, so I'm a wannabe agronomist, you know, ninth best soil judger in the nation in FFA in 1987. I'm like, man, I'm all about the dirt. And then I meet you, and you actually know more about soil than I have ever learned. So let's talk here from the very beginning. Why is well-watered soil better soil? Well, with the water. Properly watered, I should say. Yes, Properly watered. That's right. Plant takes in the nutrients with the water. It doesn't have teeth. The roots don't have teeth. They draw it in with the water. So it'll be more efficient with nutrients if it's well watered, and that is vice versa. The nutrients are also more efficient. The nutrients are more efficient because you're actually feeding them the right amount. So it's like you got your sun, you've got your fertilization, and you've got your water. It's a critical component to have them all working synergistically together. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Tell me about Netafim. For the person that's just tuning into this one right here, you can tell me a little bit about product, but first off, I want to talk about from his standpoint and putting it in. What is Netafim? Then we're going to talk about what it does on his farm. Netafim is a delivery system for the water and nutrients and other things that the plant wants. Subsurface drip irrigation with emitters, very uniform way to apply water and nutrients. We are going to have our production assistant hand us over a little pieces because while we did talk about in a previous episode, if the person is not, could you please, if the person has not seen that previous episode, you know, I think of drip irrigation, I'm thinking, what, do you got like a, a, a mister going along, a little line that drips it out? No, it's all submerged. It's all in the soil. So we take a look at that? Okay. And then you install this stuff. Tell me how you, inst- first off, can we take a piece of it here? There is a piece of this. Tell me what I'm looking at, Kurt. Yeah, so this is the this is the drip line. This is buried anywhere from 12 to 16 inches deep. 
We put it on either 40 or 60 inch spacing, depending on soil type, crop rotation, what the farmer's growing, um, what kind of management they want to be able to do. So there's different spacing configurations. And then there's an emitter that's actually extruded. This is an emitter. It gets extruded inside the drip line every 12 to 16, or excuse me, every 12 to 27 inches, we'll have one of these emitters. And this is where the water actually drips out at. And so there's a there's a engineered amount of water that's going to come out of every one of those emitters. Okay, so you just said on spacing, I know that we're at Dan Lucas's farm, he's got your system there, and it's not in between every row, it's not next to every row, it's between every couple rows, the idea that that, that still gets every row, am I right? Mm -hmm. So when I go out and plant, I've got to sort of be in the same place to make sure I'm catching my water at the right distance, right? Yeah, that's the normal operating, we'll put it, one dripper line will feed two rows, so you want to have that dripper line centered between the two rows for the best, most uniform application. All right, you have been around farming your whole life, Kelly, and you use this. I went to your farm, I saw fields that are kind of oddball shaped, they've got a little bit of a curve to them. Because you know the average person thinks about irrigation, I'm flying across country, I'm somewhere over Kansas, I look down, circle, 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 circle. This is a complete departure from that. Tell me about it and why it works for you. Our fields with the hills, the terraces, the creeks, the ditches, this this is the only option for us. We can't use a pivot because it, it can't make a circle. Or if it would, it'd be such a small circle. And then if you got those big hills wet, you, I worry about the conservation, the erosion that we would have. And I also like this because the ground never gets wet. I think that the plant health is better with this. The ground never gets wet. Explain that. You're saying that when I think about what comes out of a center pivot, it's just... just just putting a bunch of water on that. This is coming from. This is coming 12 from, inches down. 12 to 16 yep. inches. Yep. And then we're and then we're using the natural forces of nature to draw it up. The way subsoil moisture is drawn up, right? The capillary action of that soil moves that moisture out and up away from that emitter. So we'll wet on a 40-inch drip line. We'll wet all the way between those two drip lines. A little. You're you're getting a little bit like kind of wanting to do some vernacular there, aren't you? Yes. Capillary action. Capillary, action, capillary yes. action. There you go. Okay. So that's exactly what we're doing because the average person that's listening to this knows that you know by the time in August when we're recording this, your moisture's coming from the sky sometimes, but sometimes come from that three foot down, right? That's what's working up. Am I right? That's the capillary action you're talking mm -hmm. about. Correct. And you're sort of doing that with this from 12 to 60 inches down. Uh, when you put this in. What's the one thing that I wouldn't understand that you'd, you'd, you'd say, oh, Damien, here's the one thing we do to make this all work? Because I'm just thinking, okay, you run out there and you take a ripper through and you just throw this down. What do we do when we put this in? So we, um, we have a three, four, five shank plow. So it is plowed in with a, a ripper type of tool. Um, we install it with the emitters facing up. So the, the cleanest water is gonna be on the top of the drip line. Yeah. And part of the long-term maintenance of a drip system is the ability to flush it and keep it clean. And so any sediment or anything that got through it is going to settle out in the bottom of it and we have to be able to clean that. So there's a maintenance procedure with drip irrigation to keep it lasting 25 to 30 years. There's a system in Nebraska we do maintenance on that's 37 years old and it's still running. So this is a long-term investment. 37 years. Do you expect to get 37 years out of your system? Yes. Okay, and it's been in the ground how long? Five. Five. Five going on six. Back to agronomics. We promised our listener and viewer that we would discuss agronomics. Tim Wolf. Um, Okay, you already talked about utilization of the resources because of having proper water management. Mm -hmm. And now uh, one of the lines that we would say about, net, uh, about net, net FM is that 
it's not just water management, it's soil management. You're feeding it just, uh, just you know, when it needs the water, the right amount of water, the right location for the water for the plant to utilize it. Also, you're sometimes putting stuff through that system. Tell me about that. Yeah, we can put nutrients through it, which is oftentimes at least half the value, if not more than half the value, depending on rainfall, that you can capture from your system. So it's about measuring and managing. So you measure what the soil has, you measure with tissue samples what the plant has, and you can manage uh, the nutrient levels that you're applying to your system. Right, and so then if you if you want to say, hey man, it looks like a tissue sampling says that we need this input, you can just run it through the system. That's right, and, and to build on something that Kelly said a minute ago, one of the real advantages of drip irrigation is you get to irrigate every day can touch a plant every day so you're you're maintaining the correct correct amount of moisture the correct amount of nutrients in that root system on a daily basis other systems you may touch that plant every three or four days so you have to over apply and then maybe it gets to the point where it's too dry mm -hmm. before it touches it again mm -hmm. with drip irrigation we can touch it every day and maintain a correct balance of air and moisture and nutrients. Higher level of control, hence high performance. With a good managing farmer like Kelly and his team, they can get tremendous performance out of the system. And we'll be talking about economics in the part two of this. In the part one of it, we're still talking about the agronomics. Tell me, uh, give me a success story. You went out to a yeah. guy's place and, he's, and his soil was crap, and you put in one of these systems. Next thing you know, it's the best. It's the best soil in the country, right? Yeah, okay, absolutely. Maybe, maybe a little more than that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I always tell guys, your quickest, your quickest payback is going to be on your best, on your poorest dirt. And the reason is because those poor soils, those those clays or those sands, they can't hold the nutrients. And so, if we have the ability with a drip system to inject those nutrients in the soil, that that return on investment and that payback by water and nutrients is huge. And so yeah, we've got success story after success story. I'll just think of one in north northwest Indiana. He went from a 75 bushel average on a sand field. He's at 225 year after year. So for him, that that's a huge success. 70 I'm from Indiana. We would call that CRP ground 75 <laughs> bushel stuff. Agronomics. Tell me about the return out there at Kelly uh, at Garrett Land and Cattle. Are you seeing could you say hey where I put this stuff? I've improved organic matter because of my ability to crop it differently. Can you say that I've, I've put more fertility in the bank because of it? What do you, what's, tell me how you would describe the acres where you've put this. I would say there's more fertility in the bank. I would talk about the agronomics. If you look at P and K, phosphorus and potassium, as an example, when the corn reaches the rapid growth phase, you know, it's putting the tassel on, setting the ear, end of July, beginning of August. Mm -hmm. The corn can't hardly take enough up, take enough up out of the ground to satisfy its needs, but if we can supply some P and K and touch it every day, like he said, and we're we're supplying it in that liquid form, obviously with the water, we can see an uptake. I have a phosphorus fertilizer that Kurt and I started using, and Netafim, or throughout the history of Netafim, that they said it's very tough to maintain your phosphorus levels. We started putting this liquid product in the water and in three days we had an uptick in our phosphorus and our tissue levels and it was unheard of up to that time. So the agronomic steps forward we have made have been huge. Your land is worth more now because of this? I would say so, yeah. Exponentially. Uh, okay, how hard is it to stick this in? Am I, I going to do, uh, do my 100-acre uh, field in a day? 
So we figure we can put about 200 acres in in a week. So roughly 50 acres a day, 40 okay. to 50 acres a day. You draw it out, have some sort of a blueprint design. I know where these lines are. Correct. So everything gets a gets an engineer drawing. So we're looking at topography. We're looking at field shape. Um, so there's pressure compensated drip lines. There's non-pressure compensated drip lines for different different uh, land applications. But yes, then every line we, we actually use a drone, map everything out, have geo reference lines, so we know where everything's installed when we're done. One agronomic benefit question topic that I didn't ask you or we didn't cover yet that a farmer would need to know that they a benefit or something that, that happens in that soil that maybe we haven't discussed. I'm glad you asked that question because this year we started working with a company that's helping us to understand some of the other additional benefits beyond water and nutrients, the carbon, the biological, and again, it's back to the same thing, measure and manage. Next Level Ag out of Alpena, South Dakota, are really good guys that helped us to understand a new dimension that we think we can help to control. We're still learning, but there's a lot of advantages to what they're bringing with the testing that they're doing and the combination of, of the soil and the tissue sampling and the water quality. There's a, a lot of pieces to what we're doing. But I, the, we have more control over the biology and the soil health yep. that I think we thought we knew even just a couple years ago. Right. Exciting times. So so we just kind of come, come onto this thing now where it's like, boy, we thought we knew this. We thought we were doing a good job. And now because of the water management, we're some getting exciting some, new things. And some things that you mentioned there, carbon and things like that, that he's into that mm -hmm. you never even used to think about. We, we'd never really thought much about carbon and we didn't think a lot about biology just a few years ago we were so focused on the other things that it's a total package for the plant and it's about giving the plant everything that it needs to maintain or capture the genetic yield potential that the seed has and I like it eight nine hundred thousand bushels per acre genetic potential and we're at 200, 250, 350, 400, and some of the high performance guys. We still got a long way to go, and we believe that we have the delivery system to be able to get it down. I think we'll leave it right there. We're coming to you from the Farm Progress Show. His name is uh, Tim Wolf, and his name is Kurt Grimm. And we got Kelly Garrett here at Garrett Land and Cattle. I'm Damian Mason. Until next time, thanks for tuning in again. We promise you, you'll find out about cool stuff like this right here at Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast. That's a wrap for this episode of Cutting the Curve, but there's plenty more. Check out ExtremeAg.farm, where you can find past episodes, instructional videos, and articles to help you squeeze more profit out of your farm. Cutting the Curve is brought to you by Advanced Drainage Systems, the leader in agriculture water management solutions.